Welcome to today's episode of Project Redemption, real life stories, redeemed, restored, retold. I'm your host, Athena Dean Holtz, and thanks for hanging out with us today. So welcome to this week's edition of Project Redemption, real life stories, where I am pleased and delighted to have our Redemption Press author and my good friend, Gail Porter, on with us. Welcome, Gail, to the podcast. Thanks so much, Athena. Well, we're going to be talking about lots of things today and just the way God has worked in your life, Gail. But I want to just hold up a copy of your newest book that we are going to be talking about towards the end of the program, Living on the Path of Freedom, Leaving Rejection Behind. And I love how you have taken this message that was the message of the first book we did for you. Uh, Will the Real Person Please Stand Up? Um, And what was the subtitle on that one again? Rising Above the Fear of Rejection. Rising Above the Fear of Rejection. So this really is, I would call this almost a companion product because it is now taking 10 women's stories of that fear of rejection and just sharing how God has done a work to really help them overcome that fear. So super, super excited about talking about your new book a little bit later in the podcast. So Gail, you have been a believer for quite a while, been in ministry, done a lot of things, especially with crew. And um, I would just love to hear that moment when God really got a hold of you and just that defining moment where your life really changed for him. So let's start there so you can kind of set that stage for us. Okay. Because actually I I was in church, loved God, read my Bible, did all the things (laughs) that one would do to, to follow God. But the defining moment really was when I discovered Campus Crusade had a student ministry on my campus, I was a sophomore. And so I attended one of their meetings with a friend. And that's where I learned that Jesus wanted a personal relationship with me. Because Mm. always before it's like, okay, God and Jesus are up there and I'm down here. And I'm, you know, I thought that was fine. But when when I realized he wanted to know me personally, it just struck my heart. Mm. And so the, the leader fortunately explained how we can have Jesus in our lives. And I I prayed along with a, a small group and it, it, it changed my life. In fact, I remember going upstairs in my sorority and we had a I had a big mirror over my dresser and I I looked in the mirror. And just to see what I looked like after my decision and, and my eyes were bright and light. Wow. I'll never forget that. Yes. That is, it, I love how, you know, God brings us all to that place mm-hmm. of not just making him savior, but making him Lord. Yes. And when we surrender like that and he gets a hold of us like that, 
it is like the light comes on in our eyes. And I love seeing that kind of transition. And that is such a game changer to have the reality of Christ in our lives and not just knowing about him. Yes. Knowing him. That's the difference. Yes. Wow. So how long was it from then before you actually started working in ministry with crew? Well, not very long because I was, I was headed for the business world and that was my plan. But at the beginning of my sophomore year, I, I, I just sensed that God was saying, you need to join with Campus Crusade. Mm. That's where you're going to be able to lead people to Jesus. And I'd, I'd, seen, I, I'd seen what happened in my own life. And so I amazingly laid that aside and I had no idea. I, well, I didn't think about how long I might be there, but you know, a couple of years. But I served Campus Crusade for 50 years. Wow. I've just retired. That's half a century. Yes. And (laughs) really, God knew if he told me about that long span of time, I might not have the faith to apply. But but just knowing that I was joining, that was what God wanted me to do. And then really, there's been a lot of of journey after that decision. But I'm really excited that I was able to serve with them. Wow. I love that. So tell me at what point, because I, you know, as we start talking about the hard things that God uses to bring good in our lives, the whole struggle with rejection and the fear of rejection in your life, how early did that start for you? Well, there are two parts to that, (laughs) two answers. Okay. One was I, I, I really was, I really had that fear of rejection, but I did not know it. Mm. And I was doing the facade, the persona. I was keeping my distance. So I didn't share my problems and doing all of those things, really not knowing why I was doing any of those and not knowing the result either. Mm -hmm. But it, it really was into my adult years, into my 40s. Before I began to discover <laughs> these new things. And ironically, Athena, it started when God directed me to write that the previous book that you explained, Will the Real Person Please Stand Up? Rising Above the Fear of Rejection. And I had to go to God in preparation. I, I said, God, you have to show me how that fear of rejection evolved. I had no idea. Wow. So I began to uncover some some truths about my family. Mainly my wonderful mother and father just didn't know how to create a love connection with my brother and me. And so I lacked that love. I I was looking for acceptance and admiration and, and love. And so it was only when I started uncovering all that that my life truly began to change. Wow. So, and I've, I've experienced this in my own life and I know a lot of people have that, you know, our parents do the best they know how to do, but it's usually not 
if they haven't been raised with healthy, you know, emotions and healthy spiritual, you know, the spiritual life and all of that really being loved and then learning how to love others. We, you know, it's like, okay, the, the blind leading the blind. And there's a lot to overcome with that. Yes. And of course, in, in that, in that environment, I, I buried a lot of things. I never let people know I was sad or disappointed or afraid or anything. Right. So I had a lot of things inside of me that God, God needed to uncover. And I'm so thankful for a friend of mine who was able to help me look back on my childhood, not just with adult eyes, right. but right. as a child. And mm -hmm. I uncovered what I believe are, were the last four emotions I had buried deeply in my my inside yeah. and so it, it it was even that was a turning point too knowing that okay god god is just revealing those things now i can just move forward with him and a lot of wonderful things have happened since then well it's you know there's something about um that authenticity that comes with you know not coming out of denial and just yeah. going yeah that made me sad Bad. that made me yeah. angry that well whatever the reality was i think in christian homes a lot of times we feel like we can't admit that we're feeling bad and so we stuff it and pretend and do all the things you know to just get through without letting anybody know how we're really doing right and again I didn't let people know because of that fear of rejection. So right. the way that that dovetails is is amazing and, and probably many will identify with what we're talking about right now. Yeah. Wow. So, okay. Now I, I kind of think I know the direction you might go on this, but I'm going to just trust that you may have a different direction you want to go. Because we've all got moments in our lives where we go through really hard things and we can't imagine how God could even possibly use it or bring good out of it. Um, and it may be, you know, related to the stories you're telling in your new book on the fear of rejection or maybe another instance in your life where, you know, you look back and could see God glorifying his name and bringing good out of something that just never seemed like it could be. I mean, Romans 8, 28 doesn't declare that the thing, the bad thing is good. It's not that that's good. It's a God can bring good out of even that, even things that are really hard. So what would you want to share with our audience on a time in your life where God restored and brought good out of it? It's almost hard, hard to describe because, you know, moments flow into moments. Yeah. But I had already written that previous book. And I, I think inside I still wondered if I would be acceptable. You know, I loved writing and I, lo you know, loved speaking. But who am I? You know, so I think there was still some of that inside of me. Mm. And I think I think what really turned things for me was shortly after I retired 
and I decided to take a couple of days at the beach and talk to Jesus and just get a feel for what, what he wanted me to do. And it was just a precious time. But one thing that happened is the first day I went over this bridge and onto the beach. And I, I just was enjoying talking to people. I met some Christians, some non-Christians, just kind of joined, you know, the fishermen were there. I mean, just joined in life. And I remember saying, Jesus, this is just like what you used to do. Just walk on the, walk on the shore, walk on the beach and meet people and talk to people. And that just excited me. Really, I can do this. And I, I put it in my book. It's too long to tell, but I met, uh, I w met one fellow who was an alcoholic and he felt rejected. And I forgot I had some books in my car. So I was trying to explain how to get that. Well, Three months later, I was there again with my family and I decided to go to where I had met this man. And it, that was my intention. But as I was walking toward the beach from my car, I, I saw this woman and her little dog and, and she just, I was holding the book to give to Alex if I saw him. So she said, what are you reading? I said, oh, it's a book that I wrote. And she read the title. Will the real person please stand up rising above the fear of rejection? She threw her arms around me. And I, I, I was stunned, but I wanted to acknowledge her honesty. And I said, so you have felt rejection too. And she said, all my life. Oh, wow. But the amazing thing was she started talking about her life and that she was part of AA which Alex was too. And I said, oh. you, I met a man named Alex on the beach. You don't happen to know him. Is he part of your group? Oh yes. He's part of our group and we're meeting tonight. <laughs> so I gave the book to her, which she, she gave to Alex, but though those two encounters totally redefined my life mm. because I thought I felt so free. I could say anything. To, to this wonderful man and woman. So I love to tell that story because God has has stories like this for all of us ahead of us. And yeah. sometimes we think we can't do those things, but because I was so free in my spirit and my heart and wasn't trying to measure up to anybody's standards or expectations, mm -hmm. I was just there with Jesus. It, it, it really has changed my life from then till now. And, wow. and I know that I'm going to continue with this passion God has put in my heart to help set people free from that fear of rejection so that they can live that authentic life. They mm. don't have to cover up anymore. Mm. They really can be themselves. And it, it's going to take a little time to, to realize who they are. Right. <laughs> and that's a step-by-step -step process with God, but it, it, really is the kind of life that God wants us to have, not hiding, but showcasing who God is in our, in yes. our lives. Yes. And it's such a, such a felt need. I mean, rejection is such a common shame-based emotion yes. 
that we don't want to feel. So it's, it's one of those things that is such an open door for you to be able to just showcase Jesus and what he has been able to do for you and how he has helped you process some of what put you in a position of having that fear of rejection and then him setting you free from that. And then just all the phases that you're going through that just more light in your eyes and more uh, freedom from that fear. So, okay. What I want to hear about um, when we first talked about the idea for this manuscript, living on the path of freedom, leaving fear of rejection behind. You had told me that you had a handful of women that had incredible stories of how God had really enabled them and set them free of that fear of rejection. So tell me how how you even got the idea and, and what you wanted to accomplish with taking those stories and weaving them all together? Well, God, God just helped me have the idea of, okay, after the first book, I, I kind of led people to the edge of the path of freedom. But I was just saying, God, I, I want to show other people what life can look like on this path of freedom if they will walk on it. Right. So that's, that's, that was the first thought that, that this book really came from. So I wanted, I wanted them to just, I, it's like, I wanted to be with him. But the interesting thing, Athena, I didn't really have totally in mind the people that would be in my book. And so again, I said, God, I want to tell these stories. I want to show people what's on this path. But where am I going to find the people? Immediately, he he gave me two or three names in my mind. And then he kept bringing people across my path who would tell me their rejection stories. Mm. And so I I realized (laughs) quite early on that God was going to bring these, these people together. The amazing thing is I know all of them. And some very well, some not as long, but they all had a story. And I realized this isn't about my book of telling people what the past should look like. This was, this was God saying, I'd like to use you to write this book so I can minister to these 10 people. And it really became a ministry to these people. Wow. Not just for the reading audience. <laughs> wow. So, yeah. So, and and several of them have said, I've always wanted to tell my story. Some have said, I've never told anyone this story. It's a secret. And wow. so by writing it, that secret came out. Hmm. And then they began to remember more things, just like you and I have talked about today. Right. So, God, I just watched God work in their lives. It was amazing. And so some of the stories are very, very difficult to read because it's it's full of abuse and rejection and Mm. so many things, heartaches. Right. But these, these 10 stories really go heart, heartbreaking. 
were very redemptive mm. for them and, right. and for me as yeah. I, I was involved in all these stories. So it, it's, it really, each time I saw true signs of redemption for these people, I would just say, thank you, God, thank you. Because I knew they were on the road right. to, to learning more from God and being able to just cast off that rejection and be who God has created them to be, their authentic self. Mm. I'm excited, as you can tell. Yes, I love that. So, okay, when, when someone finishes the last page of the book, they close it, what is it that you want them to take away from reading this book? That they can have hope that God will, will take away that fear of rejection. Mm. That they will see all the ways that God literally rescued all 10 of those people. Mm. and have set them on that path. So they will, I, I pray that they will know that they can release that fear of rejection to God. And God will lead this them on this path of freedom. Well, mm. they will have a, a joyful, wonderful, encouraging life because they're able to just live as, as the person that God designed them to be. So I, I, I know, I know how that happened with me. And yeah. so that's my, that's my desire, my takeaway. You can just tell God, you no longer want to live a life of fear. You want to live a life of freedom. Mm. Amen. All right. So if we have some people listening today who want to connect with you online, where is the best place for them to do that? Well, the best place is my website, gailporterauthor.com. Okay. All right. We will put that down also in the show notes. All right. Well, Gail, it has, and it's always delightful to have you on the podcast, but it's especially delightful today. Thank you so much for being with us and may God just continue to bless your ministry as you continue to just show people what it's like to live a life of freedom from the fear of rejection. Yes. Thank you for the opportunity to share my stories too. Well, thanks for joining us today on the Project Redemption podcast, where we hear real life stories redeemed, restored, retold, brought to you by Redemption Press and Romans 828 Books and Gifts. We'd love to have you review and follow this podcast, share it with friends and family, and help us get the word out on your preferred digital platform. So again, thanks for joining me today, and I'll look forward to being with you again next week for another episode of Project Redemption, Real Life Stories, Redeemed, Restored, Retold.